to sir william wilde and lady jane wilde circa eighteen seventy five from the catalogue of the de Lau collection this librivox recording is in the public domain lot forty five important autograph letters in wilde's hand throughout written about eighteen seventy five when he was touring in italy accompanying the letters are four pages of original sketches by wilde illustrating the things he saw there is also an envelope in the handwriting of his father oscar letters from milan padua venice verona eighteen seventy five the original envelopes to sir w r wills wilde and to lady wilde are also preserved two hundred pounds one addressed to his father tuesday went in the morning to see san lorenzo built in the usual florentine way cruciform a long hall supported by grecian pillars a gorgeous dome in the centre and three aisles leading off it there follows a detailed description of the medici chapels of various granite and porphyry sarcophagi mentioning michelangelo's statues of night and morning etc then to the bibliotheca lorenziana where i was shown wonderfully illuminated missals and unreadable manuscripts and decorations i remarked the extreme clearness of the initial letters in the italian missals and bibles so different from those in the book of kells etc which might stand for anything the early illuminations are very beautiful in design and sentiment then to the etruscan museum which is in the suppressed monastery of san onofico and most interesting a detailed description of the entrance and the interior of the museum then follows in the evening we dined at a restaurant on top of san miniato coming back i met just outside the pity palace a wonderful funeral a long procession of monks bearing torches all in white and wearing a long linen veil over their faces they bore two coffins and looked like those awful monks you see in pictures of the inquisition mahaffy is not come yet footnote j p mahaffy with whom wilde was at school End footnote. the letter ends with a mention of the fates on the anniversary of michelangelo's birthday and a reference to local affairs at home it is signed oscar o f w wilde and there is a small sketch at the side of the signature four pages octavo two this letter begins at page two with a description of some etruscan statues there are also wonderful sarcophagi which i have roughly drawn for you at the top a figure of the dead man or woman holding a plate containing the obol for paying the ferryman over sticks also extraordinary jars with heads and arms funeral of course i have drawn them further and more elaborate description of the hundred and fifty sarcophagi follows but the letter is not signed two pages octavo four pages octavo of drawings see illustration number nine page eighty three three 
the envelope of this letter addressed to his mother is preserved from milan it is mostly cast in the form of a diary left florence with much regret on saturday night passed through the apennines beautiful alpine scenery train runs on side of mountains halfway up there follows a description of the mountain scenery and of italian scenery generally within four miles of venice a complete change a bleak bog exactly like bog of allen only flatter crossed over a big lagoon on a bridge and arrived at venice seven thirty seized on immediately by gondoliers and embarked with our luggage into a black hearse-like barge such as king arthur was taken away in after the fatal battle finally through long narrow canals we arrived at our hotel which was in the great piazza san marco the only place in venice except the rialto anyone walks in planovit an elaborate plan is drawn showing the position of the hotel the church of san marco is most gorgeous a splendid byzantine church covered with gilding and mosaics inside and out splendid gates of bronze everything glorious next to it is the doge's palace which is beyond praise inside giant council chambers the walls painted with frescoes by titian of the great battles of the venetians the ceiling crossed by gilded beams and rich in gilded carvings rooms fit for the noble-looking grave senators whose pictures are on the walls by titian or tintoretto beneath all this greatness are the most dismal dungeons and torture rooms most terrible visited some of the islands of venice on one an armenian monastery where byron used to live went to another san lido a favourite place on sunday and had oysters and shrimps returned home in the flood of a great sunset venice is a city just risen from the sea a long line of crowded churches and palaces everywhere white or gilded domes and tall campaniles no opening in the whole city except at the piazza san marco a great pink sunset with a long line of purple thunderclouds behind the city after dinner went to the theatre and saw a good circus luckily a wonderful moon we landed from our gondola at the lion of st mark the scene was so romantic that it seemed to be an artistic scene from an opera we sat on the base of the pillar on one side of us the doge's palace on the other the king's palace behind us the campanile the water steps crowded with black gondolas and a great flood of light coming right up to us across the water every moment a black silent gondola would glide across this great stream of light and be lost in the darkness this letter is not signed two pages octavo four from milan i believe you left me last looking at the moon from the piazza san marco 
with difficulty we tore ourselves away to the hotel there follows a description of a trip on the grand canal in a gondola stopped to see the picture gallery which as usual was in a suppressed monastery titian and tintoretto in great force titian's assumption certainly the best picture in italy went to a lot of churches all however in extravagant baroque style very much in worked metal and polished marble and mosaic but as a rule inartistic there are two great pictures one a beautiful madonna by bellini the other a picture of dives and lazarus by bonfazio containing the only lovely woman's face i have seen in italy mentions a visit to a concert and criticizes the dress fashions after marriage the italian women degenerate awfully but the boys and girls are beautiful amongst married women the general types are titians and an ugly sallow likeness of bettini venice in beauty of architecture and colour is beyond description it is the meeting-place of the byzantine and italian art belonging to the east as much as to the west the cathedral outside most elaborate in pinnacles and statues awfully out of proportion with the rest of the building inside most impressive through its huge size and giant pillars supporting the roof some good old stained glass and a lot of hideous modern windows these moderns don't see that the use of a window in a church is to show a beautiful massing together and blending of colour a good old window has the rich pattern of a turkey carpet the figures are quite subordinate and only serve to show the sentiment of the designer a modern fresco style of window has sua natura to compete with painting and of course looks monstrous and theatrical the cathedral is an awful failure outside the design is monstrous and inartistic the over-elaborated details stuck high up where no one can see them everything is vile in it it is however imposing and gigantic as a failure mentions a visit to the baptistry at padua and the great frescoes of giotto describes the beautiful ceiling of the beauty and purity of sentiment the clear transparent colour bright as the day it was painted on the harmony of the whole building i am unable to tell you he is the first of all painters padua is a quaint town with good colonnades along each street a university like a barracks one charming church san anastasi and a lot of bad ones and the best restaurant in italy mentions witnessing a performance of hamlet in verona mentions the market-place filled with the most gigantic umbrellas i ever saw like young palm-trees under which sat fruit-sellers visits the ambrosian library mentions the fine manuscripts and palimpsests and a bible with irish glosses of the sixth or seventh century 
prefers raphael's drawings to his pictures and mentions some holbeins and jurors also correggios and perugino's the gem of the whole collection is a lovely madonna by bernardino standing among a lot of trellised roses that morris and rossetti would love another by him we saw in the library with a background of lilies milan is a second paris all the town white stone and gilding had some good wine of asti like good cider or sweet champagne in the evening went to see a new opera dolores by a young maestro called orberi a good imitation of bellini in some parts some pretty rondos but its general character was inharmonious shouting however the frantic enthusiasm of the people knew no bounds every five minutes a terrible furore yelling of bravas from every part of the house followed by a frantic rush of all the actors for the composer who was posted at the side scenes ready to rush out on the slightest symptom of approval a weak-looking creature who placed his grimy hand on a shady-looking shirt to show his emotion fell on the prima donna's neck in ecstasy and blew kisses to us all he came out no less than nineteen times and finally three crowns were brought out one of which a great laurel one with green ribbons was clapped on his head and as his head was so very narrow it rested partly on a very large angular nose and partly on his grimy shirt-collar a thumbnail sketch of the composer is included in the letter the letter goes on to say that his companions will continue their journey but as he had no money he was obliged to leave them the letter is signed oscar eight pages octavo five a short note stating that he will be in paris on monday and has two pounds and has had only one letter from his mother and one from his father since he left but supposes there are some in florence if there is no money at paris for me i will not know what to do but i feel sure there will be the genial five pounds the letter is signed yours ever oscar o f wilde end of section